Hello and welcome to Comics Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen. And I'm Eric McElroy. Hello. Hello. Yes, welcome along to this uh, topical comedy show streamed online and is part of the Edinburgh Fringe for these weeks. So I also need to say, hello, Edinburgh. Um, it's almost like we're there. And by that, I mean the weather's been absolutely crazy and we've earned no money. Yay. Just yeah. like doing, just like doing Edinburgh. Um, so this uh, this is a show where we two comedians will be spotting the problems that are prevalent in the news and solving them because we're pretty good at that. If you've got mm -hmm. any news stories you want us to pick apart, send them our way because we're pretty good at that. And if you've got any problems or things you'd like to get in touch with, you can comment, email, tweet. Our little uh, handles are on the screen and we'll sort those out for you too. Um, also... I do want to mention that if you want to move yourself to our YouTube at any stage, because as soon as we stop being doing the Edinburgh Fringe, we'll still be doing things down there on that. Just saying word to the wise. Um, and seeing as we just started the show, now is a great time for you to share it on Facebook, share it on whatever social media platform you've got access to. Some of the messages are coming in. We'll get to those soon. But here we go. Let's solve some problems. I don't know why I'm excited today, Eric. I don't know why I'm... I think you should be excited, happening. A, because that was one of the most succinct... Uh, introductions yeah. you've ever done, Steve. That was Practiced on the toilet. That was very well done. So you ticked all the boxes. Thank you very much for joining us. I do want to add one little footnote to Steve saying that we would be solving problems um, because that is the name of the show. Um, part of one of the unique features of it is we actually don't solve anything. Mm. Yeah. So it's just let you know that before you're like, oh my gosh, like there's so much going on in the world. These guys are going to fix this. We won't. Uh, that's pretty much part of the 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 sort of uh, the hook that we're dealing with because if the problems were solved, then we wouldn't have a show. Indeed, yeah. Our USP so, is to solve problems by not solving them, and no one else yeah. is doing that. We should go into government. But the first problem we're going to talk about is how do you renominate Donald J. Trump for a second term of president of the United States? Now, Steve, I know you're you, you know you're newsy. You follow politics. I don't know how much you follow convention politics, the nomination process. Not so much. No, I just so you know much. skip to the end. Okay. Well, one of the things you have to do is called the roll call of the states and territories as they put their votes forward to renominate a candidate. And it's always kind of hokey and silly and everything else, but it's also a little bit of kind of kitsch Americana because um, they go around to all of the states and territories and each of them put forward their votes to nominate the president. They did this for the Democrats this week, but then the Republicans did it this week. And we got a little sample of it here. Here's the first one. I come from the great state of Montana. It's often been called the big sky country the treasure state, and the last best place. But currently, we are affectionately calling it Trump-Tana. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, I just had a little bit of a wretch there. Um, wow. Are they naming so that after Trump's tan? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just his face. Just yeah. the line on his face. And, half, and the other part of it is Idaho. Um, they do that for all the states. It goes on for ages. It's really kind of, I mean, it's sort of cute. You got that kitsch going on. Then it gets sort of hokey and makes you want to retch. It goes on for ages. We'll just give you one more quick little sample of all the people you see. History is made in North Carolina with our first settlements in the late 1580s and as one of the original 13 colonies. From the state that is known for the best bourbon in the world and the fastest horses that we we are proud to cast all 46 votes for Donald J. Trump. Woo! Trump 2020! 2024! 2028! You found your market. 
I'm a big fan. I've realized <laughs> the way to get popular these days is you got to be far left or far right, Steve. Yeah. And to be honest, it's much easier to entertain the people on the far right. The bar's lower. Um, Just jangle your keys in front of them. <laughs> jangle your keys, drink some of that Kentucky whiskey, and go to the place where history was made only about 300 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Did you catch that as someone who's, you know, I guess we don't want to talk about British history these days. No. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's where history started. Um, but the thing was, Democrats were criticized last week for putting forward this dark vision of America because America is in a dark place. And you know that if you have vision. But they came forward and they said, we're going to do something different. Even Donald Trump said he was going to change his tune. And this is how he set the week up right here. Mr. President, great to see you. We've just had the Democrat convention. You're up next week. Right. A lot of the commentary on the Democrats convention was that it was very negative. It was right. Very much attacking it, it Trump, was dark. Trump, Trump, Trump. It was time. dark. Right. I agree. Well, I think we're going to see something that is going to be very uplifting and positive. That's what I'd like to like it to be. Yeah. Okay. So the man whose uh, inauguration speech was called American Carnage, he's saying the Democrats have gone dark. So he has put forward his foot. He's the president of the United States, Steve. He's saying he wants this to be a positive convention. So let's see how that went. I'm Congressman Matt Gates. I'm speaking to you from an auditorium emptier than Joe Biden's daily schedule. Oh, that's right out of the, that's right out of it there. Yeah, what a zinger. That's a zinger to an empty audience, which yeah. we both know. Be, yeah, we know what it's like to joke in an audience. To be fair, he looks like the kind of guy who's never had to develop a sense of humor. He's a good looking mm. man. And they, yeah. I feel sorry for him. In fact, if you don't mind, because I've got the tech in front of me, I might try and um, help him out and make him feel better okay. about that joke. Yeah, let's not. Why not? I'm Congressman Matt Gates. I'm speaking to you from an auditorium emptier than Joe Biden's daily schedule. <laughs> Take Trump's wife, please. She keeps asking. That actually helped a lot. And it, so in that spirit of positivity, though, all right, he tried a joke. It didn't land. You know, going forward from there, let's see some of the samples of positivity that were put forward by the Republicans. It's a horror film, really. They'll <laughs> disarm you, empty the prisons, lock you in your home, and invite MS-13 to live next door. There we go. Uh, MS-13 is a gang uh, in America, which the thing is, look, there's, obviously, you don't want gang members next door, but it would make it much easier to get your drugs. That's true. Yeah. Because really, with traffic in America, sometimes it's that commute that will kill you. <laughs> Over here, that's just a postcode, so it's less threatening. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Kim Kimberly Guilfoy, she's a girlfriend of the uh, Don Jr., and she's also a major figure in the campaign. Um, here was her little dose of positivity. Don't let them kill future generations because they told you and brainwashed you and fed you lies that you weren't good enough. Ooh, ouch. Boy, telling me, um, telling me I'm not good enough. I didn't realize that my, my stepfather was had written part of her speech. <laughs> um, okay, fine. Um, what are some of the other things that they're saying that the Democrats are going to do? They're not satisfied with spreading the chaos and violence into our communities. They want to abolish the suburbs altogether. Wow. Uh, now, as somebody who actually lived in an American suburb, I don't think that's a bad thing that she's offering to do because it is bleak, let me tell you. Now, I don't, did you recognize that couple, Steve? They do seem familiar, but I don't, as you say, I don't follow it every second. So who are they? Yes, they're, they're these two fuckwits. Um, I think it's a technical turn. Uh, oh, it was these yeah. two people. I remember them. Who, 
Yep, who um, had some people who were trying to get to the mayor's house in St. Louis um, and lived in their private gated community. And when the protesters came through, they came out in their bare feet like that. Yeah, he's got a gun that really makes up for the pink shirt that he's wearing. But yep. I've because I didn't remember at the time. I don't think we talked about this, but I've realised she is James Bond because not only does that look as small as a wolf of PPK, but if you look at her face, not the hair, just the face, that is Daniel Craig. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. She's got the little pout thing going on. I'm I'm going to say it. He's let himself go. Um, <laughs> Now, to be fair, these two actually brought forward a moment, a true moment of positivity during their little segment. America is such a great country that not only do you have the right to own a gun and use it to defend yourself, but thousands of Americans will offer you free advice on how to use it. <laughs> that seems like a threat. <laughs> That's actually not a bad joke. She didn't even need the bump, bump, bump. And you know what? I've got some ideas about how she could use her guns. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say. Good. One of the key speakers uh, was Don Jr., the president's son. And here's his flavor of positivity uh, that he brought to the speech. Anarchists have been flooding our streets. People of faith are under attack. Now coming for our freedom of speech. You're not allowed to go to church. Biden also wants to bring in more illegal immigrants to take jobs from American citizens. Crush the working man and woman. The worst trade deals in the history of the planet. But mass chaos in the streets gets a pass. He's already talking about shutting the country down again. It's madness. Joe Biden is basically the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> I like that at the That's end. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And you might say he got a little carried away. He was exaggerating a little bit. But Joe Biden and the Loch Ness Monster are actually the same age. <laughs> but to bring it home. Before we move on, he yeah. started doing an impression of his dad. Have you noticed? Yeah. He's doing the, I'm doing a speech. Which means even he's got a Trump impression. Yeah. Eric, get with the program. Everyone does a Trump impression, even him. No, I'm not going to do it. Okay. I'm not going to do it. He just wants to be loved by his father. But the most famous moment of the night, and the and and to be fair, it was done with a level of positivity that um, you might, before we play this, you may want to turn the sound down a little bit. It's that much positivity. Steve, give us the Ladies end Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream, the best is yet to come. <laughs> now remember, she's Don Jr.'s girlfriend. I wonder if she says that when they have sex. <laughs> oh, dearie me. I've got to finish myself off because the best is yet to come. <laughs> And to be fair, the best is yet to come, Steve, because one of the other stories I'm going to be talking about tonight is the fact that an asteroid is likely to hit the Earth the day before the election. <laughs> Happy times. Well, thank you for kicking yeah. tonight's show off in such a positive way. That's um, right. That's what it's all about. Just yeah. Republican positive, positivity. That's going to get people reaching into their pockets and bring in the fun times. In fact, we'll put the money up now. If you're feeling there that good, go. the feeling actually, positive. flip side, the world's going to end. You might as well throw the money in our direction because sweet mercy, we need it because we're not working. If, you've enjoy if you're enjoying the show enough that you'd buy us a drink, the link is down the bottom <laughs> and it should be below where you're watching this. Um, some messages to go through. Thank you for all the messages. Um, so Mark says, let's have a look. Uh, Trump Tanner Man made the Eurovision Song Contest voting look professional. It did have that whiff to it, didn't it? <laughs> Having to go around all of the, all of the places. Uh, Ellie reckons it's scary because the gun couple are back. Yeah. Um, Billy the Belly and Wendy Water Pistol is what Mark calls them. But <laughs> Jane Bond is the suggestion by Ellie. Do you know what? They did say the next James Bond's got to be a woman. Yep. 
I think it should be that one. Especially if she holds the gun like this. Yeah. She's, good. Like, She's good with the like, gun. Like, um, and then Ellie says, tits and teeth. I don't know if it's her or us that one's aimed at, but... Um... I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I have gained some weight. I'll be honest with you. Lockdown. We talk about that frequently on the show. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you're enjoying the show enough that you chuck some money, some uh, money in our pot, the link is down the bottom. More on that still to come and keep the messages coming through. But um, I want to talk about probably the most discussed news story of the weekend, okay. which doesn't mean it's an important one. Um, because I saw this uh, this news story. Generation Snowflake, Gen Z. I'm not saying Z. Gen Z, intimidated by full stops. <laughs> Linguist issues warning. Um, so just to explain what this is about, okay. is apparently the full stop at the end of a sentence, right. the young people find that too intimidating, which might explain why they end all their sentences going up at the end, like they're actually asking a question <laughs> to feel safe. And actually, um, though there are some people who are even more committed to that philosophy. You know the young people who end every sentence with in it? <laughs> Technically yeah. a question. Do you get me? Done it again. Well done. Keep yourself safe, Gen Z. Um, and the reason that uh, apparently they find it scary is that if you put a full stop at the end of something, it implies I'm done now. That's it. Yeah. I said my thing. I mean, for a, yeah, for a generation that is obsessed with the concept of a mic drop, they are very sensitive <laughs> to a to an end of a sentence. Um, I once suffered this, Eric. I don't think we've ever okay. talked about this, but... All right. A good handful of years ago, when I was um, single, I was chatting with a lady. We were mm -hmm. messaging, and she once sent me a message back going, if you don't want to talk to me, I get it, Struth. And I was like, okay, well, just let me add crazy to your uh, entry in my contacts, <laughs> but do tell me, what have I done wrong? And she said that um, well, if, you just, if you don't want to keep talking, you just tell me, I'm getting the hint from all the full stops. And she was upset that at the end of a sentence I was putting a full stop, she thought it meant, you know, that's it. Don't bother right. me again. And I said, right, what are you meant to do at the end of a sentence? And she said, we well, don't need to put a full stop because you send the message. I know you've done typing because you've sent it. And I now understand exactly what's gone wrong with society. This is the real issue of this story that no one's discussed. Yeah. Because there are two types of people in this world. There are those mm. of us who would write a block of text there's sentence and there's grammar there's you know there's prepositions it's, you know it's a, it's a full treat and at the end of it we will click send yeah and if you receive one of those you receive one notification like this oh, i've got a message from a friend that's fine it's an enjoyable evening for most people then yeah. there are those other <laughs> knobbers who every single time they've half baked a thought click send because they can't wait to get it sent and then just send more and more and more it's a flipping onslaught yep oh i got a message from oh two messages three messages that's just a word that's just an emoji that's just a space is he sitting on his phone why is he sending so many what the anyway how are you Steve, why would you separate those two up? It needs to stop. <laughs> no <laughs> one's saying this, but finish your sentence and just send it because every single time you click send, you make someone's phone make a goddamn mother effing noise. You are the most annoying people in this world. Oh, I can't stand it. Oh. Um, so, yeah, that's what got me truly uh, upset about it. And I yeah. think I'm right to be upset about it. Do you hate it when people send you a crap ton of messages like that? Well, the problem is, uh, and before we go too far, for any Americans that are watching, when he says full stop, he means period. 
There's yeah. going to be a lot of people just wondering, what is, is it some sort of shipping command? What's going on? You know, <laughs> It's like telegrams over here. <laughs> Hello. That's Stop. It. To be fair, there'll be some America. My, my mother asked me once if we have refrigerators here. So um, be don't careful. Uh, Cold be enough. Be careful. Don't eat, don't eat them. Yep, it's just damp all the time. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm one of those people who still, when I send something uh, that I've written, I do two spaces after the period um, in yeah. correspondence. So I'm old school. I like that. But yeah. apparently, so the, the newspaper columns that I write, I get told not to because style guides, <laughs> apparently you don't need two spaces after the, the period these days. Yeah, but <sighs> I, I think the reason man. people started doing these repeat texts is the problem is when it became to unlimited messages. Because remember back in the day when sending one text message cost yeah. more than a stamp? Yeah. <laughs> That's and you, you used to have to try and change any letter and shrink it down if you could make a word shorter to try and save space. Yep. Basically, you were doing like WinZip or WinBra. You, you were <laughs> WinBra, WinRa. You were doing compression, yep. data compression. These days, any old shit gets sent. Back in the day, Steve. Yeah, some of the messages. Uh, Mark says, "God, I hate that chirpy noise." Um, made mine the USS Enterprise D door chime. Nice. No. Uh, Ellie says, always end a sentence with a full stop or another form of punctuation, question mark or exclamation mark. I, yeah, <laughs> I get all this. And here's what I really hate about this news story um, is that I understand their logic. If you are going to click send when you've finished typing, you don't need a full stop. But then mm. the result should be Generation Z say, oh, I feel like you don't need full stops. Not, yeah. oh, I'm intimidated by it. Why bring emotion into it? Because then mm. you get to be the victim of punctuation. And it means at some point, <laughs> someone at work will have to have a meeting that goes like this. Well, thank you for coming to this HR meeting. Um, Jonathan, I'm afraid we've had some complaints about your behaviour. Simon, I wonder if you'd like to explain. Sometimes... When you talk to me, I find it really aggressive. I'm not aggressive. Oh, he's been mean to me again. What, what have I done? Thank you. I don't understand. Oh, he's doing it again. Um, Simon, I wonder if you could explain exactly how Jonathan is upsetting you. When you finish sentences, it means you'd be using a full stop. And I just find full stops really triggering. Full stops aren't aggressive. It's just a part of speech. <gasps> it just did too. No, the one in the middle was a semicolon. I don't really know how you use those. Yeah. You know, I just... Oh! Now what? <laughs> you abandoned the sentence and that would be an ellipsis? That's three dots. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, but sentences end. It's not aggressive, it's not shutting you down, it's not attacking you, it's just language, period. Um, hashtag triple acting. Wow. I mean, you know, just to remind people that Steve and I used to gig four or five nights a week. Yeah. And that's gone now. I <laughs> <laughs> was good. That was good. I've got nothing else to do. You're right. It did. So in terms of preparation for the entire show, <laughs> three hours it took me to do that. Because I've never tried to act with myself in the same scene. That, for me, is special effects, mate. Um, yep. But the rest of it, yeah, just threw it together. <laughs> just threw it together. Three hours, just just threw it together. So, you know, if you wanted to buy any of the Steve's a drink, um, one of them is going to put the link on the page right now so that you're welcome to do that. Um, thank you very much. And I have to do a special thank you to Marie, um, who gave a very generous donation that I'm embarrassed to say. So thank you very much if you're watching. We very much appreciate that.
Oh, yes, indeed. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, donations in that uh, link down the bottom. And uh, let's get some of your comments on this as well. So, look. Um, uh, oh, Micah says, I finally figured out how to join the chat. Yay, welcome Yay. along. There you go. You worked out how to do it. Uh, Mark says, I end sentences with dot, dot, dot. But then it just looks like you're typing another. Here's what I don't get. Generation said, hateful stops. And yet the message that tells them that you're typing another message is three dots. Um, I quite like the dash. What do you think about the dash in a sentence? Uh, now, do you know what? I, I love a dash these days. I really yeah. like the, but I like it when um, your your word processor changes it from just a minus sign to the longer dash. Oh, I like a longer dash, but it never looks yeah. good in the title, so you have to be careful about that. Um, <laughs> so we'll look, uh, we've got the best feature yet, says Ellie, because we're ranting about punctuation. Yeah. Um, intimidating punctuation anxiety disorder, iPad. <laughs> Good, good. You're doing better jokes than us. And Mark Randall says, <laughs> method, method, method. But Ellie That's reckons all. it's method cubed. Method Thank cubed. You. Thank you. You should do a, a three-way with the sex stroll. That's, I mean, who says I don't, just because I don't film it and put it on this show. <laughs> it's possible. It's something that we could put in there. Um, right. Uh, cool. Shall we crack on to another problem here? Yeah, yeah. If you're enjoying the show, you know the drill. Yeah, let's crack on with more problems. Uh, what problem? Oh, yes. Okay. So I, I previewed this problem already. You've got a problem of Trump winning re-election. Solution is in the problem. Asteroid is predicted to maybe hit the Earth the day before the election. There's uh, the headline there. Um, it's heading It's heading our way. It might miss the Earth. I mean, you know, I'm not one of those good. people who's like, oh, it's the year. What was the year all the people, famous people were dying? Was that 2017? Uh, 2016, where we lost 16? all the talent. Now yeah, so I mean, it's, oh, it's 2016. But I mean, 2020, I mean, we've got COVID. Trump's going to get reelected. Brexit's at the end of the year. Uh, our comedy careers, you know, has evaporated. Uh, I mean, and now an asteroid is coming to hit the Earth, Steve. Yeah. I mean, is there, what else? I mean, is there anything else on the bingo card of life destruction that you'd like to add to that? Do you not, no, because we've, I mean, yeah, there are plagues bubonic plague came back um oh yeah it was all that but i look the mayans reckon we were going to end in 2012 so we've done all right but another eight years i think we're done we've had a good innings this is this is extra time basically Mm. is that what you're saying okay fair enough yeah i I will admit if we do all die i will regret stockpiling quite as much toilet roll as i have <laughs> well, that's we're going to be talking about that in my third story, um, not toy of the world, but something else. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I guess it's just it's one of those things where I mean, you just keep adding it up. I mean, and f- on top of that, I've had my kids home from school for the last five months. I mean, it's really been <laughs> You're praying for that asteroid. Oh my God, please <laughs> hit me now! But Trump was mocked for developing a new branch of the military in the United States. He was mocked for the Space Force, wasn't he, Steve? He's I mean, I remember, yeah. been ridiculed for that, but. Turns out this is just the time where we needed Space Force and we have exclusively gained, gain, gained, we've exclusively gotten access to uh, video footage of the Space Force plan to protect us from the asteroids. Nice. <laughs> I love the pace of this game. <laughs> so slow. Do you know what? I mean, I... I don't want to accuse you of anything, but yeah. I th- I don't think you were telling the truth there. I think that well, wasn't actual footage of Space Force working out how to blow up asteroids. What? I, I would never I would never be dishonest. I'm I, not a Republican. I reckon I can prove it because um, yeah. I recognise that footage. And Did I think you? if I play this clip, because I looked on YouTube to get it from the actual source, and I yeah. think this is a lot more familiar. Okay. 
We all remember that film. Bruce Willis, <laughs> Liv Tyler, happy times, wow, happy times. Tyler. Um, uh, <laughs> I actually, when I was putting that together, gotta I give me some live. Yeah, gotta give me some live. I actually thought that the internet needs like a long version of the game Asteroids with the soundtrack to Armageddon <laughs> under it. So you know, I'm not saying it needs it, but it's going to get it pretty soon. That's but that's what we need to do with our time. Now that you've got that done, that video with the three of you talking to yourselves, one of you's got time to make that video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's basically <laughs> like uh, Michael Keaton's multiplicity. It was it was just like that, yeah. wasn't it? That's just the level. Like that. You're gonna be Batman next. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Some of the messages coming through. Mark Randall says, "Would that be a three-way anywhere near the Leicester West services? That's Ooh. where I choose. That's my stomping ground." Is that? Um, and says, to be fair, the spaceship was the same shape as the Space Force symbol. Yeah, wasn't true. The big um, scandal about the the logo for Space Force was mm. that it was exactly the same as the uh, Star Trek. Yep, exactly they, yeah. the same. And uh, their first ship has been called the Tribble. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's another show where Star Trek gets mentioned, and I'm I'm up for it. We're on, a, we're on a run now. We're on. A, we're definitely on a run of Star Trek references. So maybe that's the you know if we 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 don't go far right, we don't go far left. Maybe we should just do a Trekkie show. Yeah, I'm up for it. Yeah. I'm up for it. And then because the hate we'd get for getting stuff wrong, at that. Ooh, <laughs> imagine that. Warp um, factor forty five. No. <laughs> <laughs> like that episode where Dr. Polanski calls him Data. Mm. <laughs> you know, you know what? You know that remind. You know who Kimberly reminded me of? Now at the end of her speech. Yeah. Wrath of Khan. <laughs> Khan. Khan! <laughs> <laughs> such nerds. We shouldn't be allowed on the internet. If you're enjoying the show to any level, um, it would be very much appreciated if you could chuck some money in our direction and donate to help support this as a project. Keep the me uh, the messages coming through. Um, Navman says, I've been fortunate enough to have started a new job. I've not shaken hands with anyone and it's very strange. Um, oh, good. Well, I'm glad. Hey, I'm glad someone's earning. So you can put some money in the thing. <laughs> but that would be a nice, because that is part of, I guess, when you start a new job, you do have to walk around and do the whole hello, hello. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you, Steve, especially somebody who doesn't like to shake hands. Oh, God, I hate people. Yeah. You'd be point. able to go back into actual employment now. Yeah, it's going to happen. Let's be honest. As much as I would love to stay in this business we call show any yeah. day now, any day. Um, right. Crack on to another problem. Um, it's a problem of oh, who leads this country? Because this was a headline that we saw earlier today. Boris Johnson plans right. to re resign in six months because of lingering corona health problems. And this is according to Dominic Cummings' father-in-law. This is Business Insider. I saw this on earlier on. Um, and it's it's difficult, isn't it? Because straight away, uh, we mentioned that we we're going to talk about that. I got this tweet. Is this fake news or real? I need to budget <laughs> for bunting. So straight away it's not met with the kindest of response and that seems yeah. appropriate is it real or not i don't know it comes from an odd source dominic cummings father-in-law um so yeah. when i i saw that headline couldn't believe my eyes so i went for a drive <laughs> to barnard castle to prove it and yeah i'm bringing that up again because it's still bullshit that he got away with yeah. it um so how is he i guess is the thing if we need to pay attention to boris johnson's health how's he doing now we can take a look there Ooh. I saw that in the newspapers and I thought the BBC reboot of Last of the Summer Wines looking good. Um, 
as much as I was going to totally rip him for having a terrible shirt, I then realised, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. And um, you don't have the beanie hat, though. No. And if we go back to the thing, even though we both look terrible in a terrible-looking shirt, his will cost about £300. And this, yeah. we, all, we all know where this is from. <laughs> Let's not even say it out loud. Did you steal that from the MASH report? <laughs> no, I wish. I wish. <laughs> the other way around i'm the only person who's ever worked on tv and had my clothes stole by the production company i bought the suit and they kept it unbelievable anyway that's not what we're here to talk about um because the the big question that we, we chatted a little earlier about this as a story and mm. we were saying that do you take the mickey out of someone who's ill because it's boris yeah. johnson and you know we're topical comedians the natural urge is to be take the mickey out of boris johnson but that's what we were faced with when he was um, uh, when we found the news that he'd got coronavirus, and I struggled because you know the mm. urge is to take the Mickey, but it's you got to be a better person, you got to be the bigger man. And I realised he's a human. He's in <laughs> hospital. He could be he could be losing his life. And at the time, he had at least one pregnant woman waiting for him. So yep. I decided to step up, and I was nice, and I wished him well. And then the news broke that Harvey Weinstein had corona. I was like, God, stop testing me because I will fail. Um, but then it's difficult. Have you struggled as a topical comedian? Whenever there's issues of compassion to be involved, does it ruin the comedy? Mm. It depends on who it is, I suppose. Compassion and Boris Johnson is a tricky subject <laughs> because it doesn't really exist. And that's according to his previous wives. But true. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, I mean, I think as long as, you know, obviously we don't want him to be too unwell. Um, and he has said it's because of his obesity. And as a fellow obese person, I feel, you know, I've got a little skin in the game. Actually, a lot of skin in the game. <laughs> nice. So I think I can say something. Yeah, it is. And he actually, he's become quite a uh, champion for trying to get people thinner again. Yeah. So maybe That's some true. good will come of this. But a lot of people would like it if he resigns for health reasons yeah. or not. But then who becomes prime minister? That's yeah, gay. I think there's gay. an even bigger question before we even work out the who's next one. Um, mm -hmm. If Boris Johnson resigns, yeah, how would we know? <laughs> I mean, what he's not going to be seen in public. He's not going to do any official mm -hmm. press conference. It's going right. to look like other politicians have to do his work for him, and he'll spend lots of time with his family. You refuse to go on Piers Morgan. Yeah, yeah. In fact, Say? in many ways, I'm starting to wonder if we've missed the boat on this. Like, I expect that if you zoom into that original headline, you'll see, yeah, published back in June. That makes a lot of sense. That makes, sadly, that's not true. Um, uh, all right. Thank you for the, the messages. Keep the messages coming through. Uh, yeah, any questions you'd like us to try and tackle? You can keep yep. them coming through. And oh, I should I should have done this first as well. Um, if you're enjoying oh, the yeah. show enough to share some money in this direction, yes. have a crack at that. That is very much appreciated. If you're wondering how much to contribute, um, basically think, ah, oh, I'd buy one of these guys a drink if I felt safe going into a pub and use hand sanitizer on the pint before you handed it to me. Um, that's the kind of thing that we're looking for. So, And uh, Steve and I, uh, or at least I, drink a lot. Um, yeah. I, yes, I don't, so. but I am still, I have uh, expensive soft drinks, maybe. Yeah. And you need some new shirts. What's wrong with this definitely. one? This uh, is, do you know what? I must admit, <laughs> I put this one on specifically for that Boris Johnson joke, and I yeah. still can't quite do the neck up on it. I have to do that <laughs> fake thing, even with all the running. There you go.
So you've committed, that's how much you've committed to making a few jokes about the obesity of the prime minister. You made yourself obese. Yeah, <laughs> it just happened when the depression kicked in. Uh, Mark <laughs> says, I mean, that first couple of weeks, man, of lockdown. Mark says, uh, he's not going to resign for health reasons. He'll resign for wealth reasons. Once he gets his Brexit bonus, he'll be off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah, Brexit well, bonus. That's, that's not going to happen. Um, we're not getting that. No, not getting that at all. Uh, right, I can't. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I think we're all sorted. I'll meanwhile, I'll, I'll check. Okay. I'll check the other. Do you know what? There's a bit more of that. Yeah, I'll check some of the messages coming through there. Meanwhile, you have a crack on with the next one. Yes. Well, this is a story actually sent to us by um, someone who watches from America, and it is a real thing that's happening. Uh, it looks like we thought everything was getting better with coronavirus. Donald Trump said the miracle would come and it would be all over. But this headline popped up this week um, in the uh, Washington or Wall Street Journal. Uh, there's a paper towel shortage in the United States. Wow. Um, now, I don't know exactly why there's a paper towel shortage, um, because the Wall Street Journal is behind a paywall, and uh, <laughs> I can't afford to uh, read it, because uh, let's be honest, not enough of you have contributed to the show. Um, so if you really want insightful news and commentary, you could give a little bit more. That is a great way to try to get money out of people. <laughs> I'm not going to read any news until you pay me to learn more. It's a topical news show, but unfortunately, behind a paywall, I got no idea what's going on, yeah. but she sent me the headline and she didn't offer to pay for it. So <laughs> sorry, Mary, yeah. that's what, no. Do you know what we should say, if you are going to take a screenshot for a new story, please take a full screenshot for us because we're not paying for anything. <laughs> to be fair, Mary has contributed to the show, so I should have bothered to read oh, yeah. it. But, but basically I did do a little bit of sleuthing and I found out the reason why uh, there's a paper shortage is a paper towel shortage is people starting to panic buy in America. People use the paper towels for cleaning purposes. And also paper towels apparently are one of those products that's sold just in time. Um, have you heard that phrase before, Steve? Yes, I remember. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a stock stock so, system, isn't it? Yeah, stock system, which um, in the U.S. generally, we do much better at stocking our stores because we have big stores and they have big room for lots of stock. And you can buy things outside of the season, whereas, of course, in the United Kingdom, you have to constantly remember to buy something before the season of the season that you're in. Because like right now, if you want to buy anything summery, everybody's moved on to the winter season. Mm. And then when you're in the winter season, uh, they're selling things for summer because uh, because your country, the country's shit, and uh, global warming. I mean, uh, That's what it is. Uh, it's not global warming. It's just the way. I mean, I, this was my, literally on when I moved here. I remember going to the shop the local shop and I always wanted to go get the, the the organic sausages because that's the only kind that my wife would let me eat and I would go into the shop and roughly you know my schedule the same time every day I would go into the shop and I'd go and there'd be out of the organic sausages and then I remember I said to the clerk one day I said you're you're out of the organic sausages again and the guy was just like yeah we're always out this time of day so you're out of the same thing at the same time every day he's like yeah. Order more. <laughs> you Americans, just in time. Yeah, you're crazy. You Americans, you're crazy ways. So, so uh, you know, yeah, I before, wasn't trying to stockpile sausages. But, but if when you complain about the seasonal way in which we shop, have you never yeah. realised there is a, a a cure to it? There's an easy. Uh, it's a life hack, as the young people would what? call it. What is that? The seasonal aisle in supermarkets. It's tiny. It doesn't have the variety that you need in America. You can get like sixteen types of pickles yeah, at any time of the year you can get guns in basically asda at, so yeah well yeah sports directs in america sell guns okay 
Um, over here, they sell <laughs> lots of socks and big mugs. So who's big better? Mugs, I don't know. Such big mugs. Um, but the seasonal aisle is great. I was back when I used to go to big supermarkets. I whenever I'd go home after a gig, go through a supermarket, I'd always go down the seasonal aisle, and I'd love it when it'd be things like candles. Like, how is that seasonal? <laughs> How have we decided that candles are suddenly... Because at the time of year you want a candle, they won't be in any aisle. you got to stock up. you got to learn the lesson. Uh, well, I have stockpiled now. Where, where do you think all those paper towels have gone? I, I, honestly, I didn't want to be a panic buyer, but I was somewhat forced into going on panic buying trips to yep. assuage someone's worries. And it does mean that I... And don't get me wrong... I shit like the best of them, but I still have so many toilet rolls left. It's embarrassing. I'm never going to get through it, but We're I'll try. Yeah. Um, thank you for some of the messages. I saw this one come up and I wanted to double check. Hugh says, I hope in your downtime, Steve, you've learned how to play Atlantis with more gusto. That's for people who've... I did one of the Edinburgh shows, um, like comics playing games. I can't remember the full title of it, but basically we play board games. And what, I came second... Don't be picking on me for it. It was this game where you have to try and save your little people, and uh, somewhat, your little people. yeah, somewhat got my ass handed to me. But it was all right. <laughs> Much, lots of toilet paper for it. Yeah. Um, let's have a look. JIT. Um, it's a it's a Japanese lean manufacturing technique. Oh, is it? So it's. But I it used to work. We were taught this at school that just in time manufacture just means you don't waste money on stock. It's fine unless all of a sudden Eric wants loads of sausages. Should have been predictable. <sighs> or over here. Um, when they said you have to wear a mask to go on the tube, apparently that meant that all bikes sold out because no um, one wanted to wear masks. Right. Yeah. That's why they're not coming to comedy either. Yeah, that's true. God, uh, Mark says, watched it last week. It was brilliant. Thank th and I came second. So I think I deserve... I saved some of my people. No one. Yeah. I'm a, I am one of those nice dictators. <laughs> Only killed just over half of my people. But it was a comedy game show, right? Yeah. So you came in second because, you know, you wouldn't want to win. That's not funny. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I, I, halfway through, I realized I was meant to be funny. But when you're playing a board game <laughs> or halfway through, you're like, oh, I'm going to see you drown. Yeah. Um, let's have a look. Missed you on radio, Steve, says last build. Is any idea when you're back on? Probably not. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I'd love to be. but let's be You can honest. stream this to a radio if you want. Mm. Yeah, that's can true. I, does that work? There's a podcast. Oh, 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 Mark says I was third. Was I third? Are no. you trying to lie about how well you did on an online game with comedians? I, I thought I came second. <laughs> In my mind, I came second. Maybe not. I was kicking you ass. You usually though. come first, hey, according to hey, the the best is yet to come. <laughs> um, we should just can we just have can we get that because like, just like we used to have the coronavirus pop up every now and then, can we get the best is yet to come as a repeat? That'd be quite nice. Let me do that. I need more of a soundboard. Uh, <laughs> right. So if you're enjoying the show enough to check some money in our direction, the link is down the bottom. I've got another problem to solve. I might not have solved who leads this country. Is it Boris? Is not? I don't know. Um, mm. I I realise that we've solved a problem before it even became a problem. So we already oh. win points for this one. Wow. Um, OK. This is a headline you might have seen. KFC drops finger licking good slogan as it doesn't quite fit in the age of COVID-19. <laughs> And I think we did that joke like back in episode 12 or something. I think I did as a wow. throwaway line, kind of like, yeah, yeah you know, finger licking good, that's not going to work anymore. <laughs> and I, I would say life is reflecting art, but I realise this is not art because we don't get any what? money for it. You know, uh, yeah. the Arts Council are not going to be like, oh, I really like what he did with that pun about someone's bottom. Um, <laughs> the And it is an odd time. I think they're right to be changing. It's a time when you're not allowed to touch your face. Hmm. And there's 
telling you to go and lick your fingers. And I, I think we can all agree, I never understood how enjoyable it is to touch your face. <laughs> like back, I would have never given it two thoughts, but now you're not allowed to do it. One of my favourite things is you get home after being on a train and just... <laughs> it's a good face, you should try touching it, but you're not allowed. Yeah. Um, but uh, the finger licking is horrible. And when we were chatting in our production meeting, you reminded me of a clip of Michael Bloomberg back when he was still running to be a candidate to be president. Yeah, yeah. This is before you play this. You know, this is, you know, baby. If there's any young children in the room, they should probably look away. Yeah, it is gross. Um, we're going to put it in the middle of the screen. So lean, lean across and give it some space. There we go. Oh, there he is. That's a billionaire nicking some free pizza. Tuck him into the free pizza and here's in the mouth. And then look at this. Oh, that one, that one, that one didn't even touch the pizza. And then what do you do with the wet hand? Wipe it on there. During a pandemic. That's how you become a billionaire, Steve. Kill off everyone else, yeah, with well, your diseases. Yeah, and you make sure you just do that with money. Any money that comes near you, you just... <laughs> and then that's how you do it. Yeah. Um, so the KFC, they are finally listening to the people who solve the problems. They have changed their logo. And this is an actual picture. They've released this picture yeah. of their logo. And I see what they're trying to do. But the problem is, by blurring it out... It's like bleeping words. <laughs> it makes you think it must be a swear word underneath it, like that. Yep. I know what they've done there, but when I look at it, all I can read is, it's flange dinking good. <laughs> and we all know the swear word flange dinking. Like, to put it in a yep. sentence, I will dink your flange. Um, the So they, they've bleeped it out. They should have gone the other way. Why didn't they listen to the emails I've been sending them um, that said, just change your logo to this. It's finger washing good. Nice. And then all of a sudden, you're on the, the right side of history. Um, yep. They aren't the first company that's decided to take my marketing slogan uh, advice. I've worked recently with Skittles. Taste the rainbow. We've added an asterisk. And mm. if you look down the bottom for the small print, please wipe the rainbow first. <laughs> and uh, my favorite brand that I've worked with, um, because, look, their imagery of their logo caused some problems. And I thought, the only thing you can do is change your slogan. So we've gone with Nokia, infecting people. <laughs> nice. Um, so that's, yeah, we've sorted that out. But that's a problem. We don't even need to ask, have we solved the problem? We told KFC to drop that logo months ago. And finally, Let's sue. Let's sue. If you send us money, we will sue KFC and everybody will get a free bucket. I mean, have you, have, have you had a KFC since... All the no. stuff went down. I have, we haven't had any food from outside the house. Um, uh, we have we've gotten pizza twice in the last six months, um, oh. and that's that's it. So we have not eaten any food prepared by anyone else. Um, uh, and luckily, my wife can cook. I'd be interested to know in any of the messages or, or tweet later if anyone's had KFC since. I've I've got a theory it will taste different because if you're not licking your fingers, I think your own spit is one of the eleven secret herbs and spices, <laughs> and the remaining ten are salt. So yeah. if you don't get to lick your fingers, I think it's, it's not going to work out the same. Yeah, I think, well, one of the 11 is definitely your own um, bodily fluids. And then also then there's the bodily, the people who work there. Yeah, the That's people you key. upset. <laughs> yeah, I had um, my ex worked at KFC uh, when she was in high school and she would never let us go there. Ooh. She there's some dark stories. Okay, okay. We'll move on before we feel a bit gippy. And I'm not talking mm. about the meat. Oh dear! Oh dear! Um, right, messages coming through. Let's have a look. Uh, we go to uh, what's happening. On oh, actually, we do have a Twitter one to to go at because we oh. were sent one. Before we get into that, I'll give oh, the yes. old, the old thing up there. If you'd like to donate, there's the link. Um, 
yeah, you can tweet to either of us through the thing. We, our web address, our Twitter handle is on the screen. Thank you to Mark who tweeted this one through. He said, earlier today, I used a cash point for only the third time since lockdown. Mm. What other aspects of normal life do you vaguely miss? Um, okay, that's an interesting one. What you, Anything that you particularly miss? Uh, well, if I say this, it's going to make uh, an income. Is, uh, is one of the things <laughs> but uh, there we go uh no i think um yeah gigging obviously i mean i did yeah. get to do a live gig last week i think we talked about it um that was quite nice and and you know bizarrely because in this job you often get to travel and sometimes we get to stay in fancy places like Premier inn yeah um because that's that's where lenny henry sends us all he's our and, leader um i actually woke up one day about three months ago and i missed a Premier inn <laughs> I'd even take a travel lodge at this point. I was like, yeah. I just, because I would, you know, be gone at least once a month, you know, have a weekend away, gigging and working hard, but without the wife and children. Mm. And um, I do miss that. You know, I miss those staying away ones because I'm running out of free soaps that I've nicked. Um, <laughs> I have to actually <laughs> buy right. soap now. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I so. I kind of miss cash points. I also have not been to cash points because don't use cash they don't want you to use cash they want you to do the contactless yeah. stuff i don't have money coming in so you know i've got what i've got and i don't really want to spend it for a good long while um i did i did uh, realize they say that if you are using a cash point and mark this would be good advice for you you're not meant to use your fingers to touch mm-hmm. buttons out there in the public world yeah. um so what i did is well i i'm not going to tell you exactly what i used instead of my finger but i will tell you that i'm now not publicly allowed within three meters of that cash point um, because I, it was my penis, is what I used. It's my penis. Which, In case anybody wasn't getting that, a joke. It's a penis joke about my penis, which I used on a cash point, and yeah. it, I mean it worked. But the only thing is, I did have to change my pin number to seven eight nine nine, because I couldn't reach the rest of the numbers. Anyway, so what, what do I genuinely miss? I coffee shops. I used to do so much work in my coffee shops. Oh yeah, you're a coffee shop uh, connoisseur. Yeah, and now I don't go in them because yeah. I don't even know if they're open because I've not even checked because it's just people. People are always the problem anyway. But at least they were just annoying. These days they're carrying the pox, so I don't want to yeah. go near. I'm missing out on all that stuff. I do. I'm very lucky. I've got a proper coffee maker with like oh. the group arms. You do the grind the beans, put the groom up, you know, press the button. 15 bar pressure. I can pump through that. And then I annoyingly offer myself a cake or a muffin when I clearly don't want one just to get that experience. <laughs> that's why you can't button your collar. Um, yep. Oh, Mark's <laughs> yeah, you're right. God, I've... Food is you're my only joy. Uh, Mark yeah. says, is that dick and pin? Nice. I like oui. that. I like that. Nice, I'm nice. using that in the stand-up set. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that adds to it. Yeah. Let's have a look. Any more um, messages coming through? I can't see for any from here. Um, I think we are getting towards the end of our time. Uh, we are back for one more Ed Friend show, though, on Thursday. And it's going to be... Yes. We're going to be catching up on whatever else has happened in the cray-cray that is the RNC convention. Um, I don't know. Should we start predicting what is going to be in the news on Thursday? That's not something we've tried to do. What do you think is going to be in the news, Steve? Wow. Um, it will be uh, face masks in schools will still be an issue because it's yes. slowly causing... Like, If there's any reason that this, this nation can split into its constituent parts, they will find it and face masks is currently it and i don't know whether it's i don't know where i stand on the idea of uh, school kids wearing face masks i don't care that's definitely yes, true you don't have to be around the school kids i've got i'm sending two kids to school because i can't stand having them in the house anymore and i do want them masked up though because i want the space yep but i also don't want the disease so you're in favor of masks also yeah i think there's a positive yes. one you know that thing uh, as kids when you were 
uh, being naughty was a supply teacher and you'd all do that thing where you start humming but the teacher can't tell where the hum's coming from you do that with a mask on you can take that shit to the higher <laughs> level so come on kids get on board save yep. play the annoying game wear a mask save the nhs yeah, exactly. Um, right, so I think we are. Uh, thank you for your comments. We're done for all of that. Thank you for your uh, any contributions. Would help to keep us afloat. Please, uh, yeah. Uh, that does uh, help make uh, keep going, and we keep investing in the show with uh, what we receive as well. So, um, and um, but we will be back for one more Ed Fringe show. So, if you're watching us on Twitch, we'll be doing that again with the Free Festival on Thursday at nine o'clock. Um, and also, if you catch it on Twitter and stuff, we we rebroadcast this show uh, with a little recap at midnight in the UK. So mm -hmm. you can always share that with people as well. Yep, uh, keep it shared around and get yourself subscribed to the YouTube as well because when Edinburgh finishes, we're still doing shows. This is going to be still here. the hottest place for that sweet mix of topical comedy and begging for money available <laughs> via the internet. Get yourself subscribed. Um, brilliant. I think we're done. I think we're dusted. We'll see you Thursday, 9 o'clock. Uh, unless there's any other business, we say good night. We'll good night.